Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am here with Lainey Hodges. Welcome, Lainey. Hello. Happy to be back once again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about what we have, what we're talking about today. Uh, Of course, I am your host, Cassie Park. So let's just get into it, Lainey. What's awesome? What's awesome is my favorite part of the year is coming up in terms of my work when I go out and see all my NFL clients since the draft is this weekend and the rookies will head to their teams in the coming weeks. So then it's my turn. Yay. That's awesome. (laughs) How many more, uh, you might not know this off the top of your head. I meant to ask it right before, but how many more clients do you have this year than you did last year in that realm? I believe I've doubled it so far. And there's a couple of teams that uh, have not booked yet. Yeah. How does those could still happen this, this summer or they could happen in the fall as well, because there are teams that bring me in at that point. So it feels uh, incredible to continue to grow the business in that specific way every year. Yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. (laughs) What are you most excited about? Because you're a different person. You have have, uh, more information on your future self. You have grown so much since the last season, you know, your last, um, you know, the season where you work with them is obviously not the same as the the actual season, but um, you've grown so much since then. What are you most looking forward to about this upcoming, um, these upcoming clients for you? I think what I'm most looking forward to is stepping in and facilitating with that new confidence in my work and being very proud and solid in what I'm bringing to the table. I think there have been times when in the past, maybe I've questioned like, is this effective? Does this work? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, actually, so that happens almost every workshop. (laughs) (laughs) I get get it. (laughs) And then we get to the end and people are like, this was so incredible. It's like, oh, right. That's that's what I do. Um, And I think part of that is a function of when you're doing similar work each time, um, you can kind of get caught up in the it's not quite mundane because it's improv. So it's always something new, but I'm always doing the same thing each time. And I sort of forget that for each client I'm working with, it's totally new for them. Right. So they are having sort of profound insights (laughs) as we go through the work. um, And that's always exciting and a great reminder of how powerful the work is. So this year, rather than going into any of these teams with sort of hesitation or trepidation of like, Oh my gosh, are they going to like this? I, I don't care <laughs> because I know they will. Right. And I, I no longer am concerned about getting that validation. I stand much stronger in my work now than I did six months ago and certainly a year ago. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love Which it. Which means I really take value too in what I'm charging. I know my price and I don't hesitate on it. Um, and Teams are saying yes, so that's awesome as well. That is awesome. <laughs> and I raised the price too. I went up. 
Yay! Yeah. Oh, so not only have you doubled, but you've more than doubled the income that you're going to bring in. Yes, yes. <laughs> How does that feel? It now feels great. It I, Initially, there was some anxiety when I hit send on some of those emails with the when the first or second teams got back to me and didn't raise any issue on the price, then it was a moment of, okay, that's it. That's the price this year. And um, we're going to move forward with that. So there hasn't been any hesitation from any teams. They've all said, yep, this works in our budget. And, you know, there, there's my price. And then there's also the additional cost of, you know, it's my travel, my accommodations. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's really exciting and also in a way humbling with a lot of gratitude that, that people see the value in my work and want to bring me out to work with their players. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. So speaking of players, you know, you've been scripting about being taken care of, right? Mm -hmm. And so how is that? And your script isn't, um, it is about this a a little bit, actually, that's the script we're working, but, um, talk about how being taken care of, like you've been scripting about that and it's totally, it's happening. It's becoming more, of a mindset, I would say, mm-hmm. and an expectation that just I'm, I'm taken care of because I have been scripting that. And that was a shift in my scripting too. Um, you know, rather than scripting about a complimentary breakfast at the hotel and saying like, I'm grateful for complimentary breakfast. I transitioned that into, I'm grateful I'm taken care of because that's ultimately what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go buy my breakfast because it's already there. So having a mindset around that helps me also recognize it when it, when it happens in my world. So earlier this week, one of my clients sent me all my travel information and, you know, yes, they booked my flight, but they also sent me my hotel itinerary and then it included all of my car service already. So I don't have to submit Uber receipts for reimbursement. I don't have to pay for my flight and get reimbursed, any of that. It's all taken care of. I am taken care of. All I have to do is get on the plane. Um, yes. yeah. And then it, it showed up, you know, in my, in other personal fun ways when, um, my friend works for broadcasting with the local baseball team, the Rockies, and he was kind enough to get us incredible seats for the game this past weekend. And then it includes a visit to come see him up in the broadcast booth and got to bring the kids up. And that was like the picture I have of them in there, like the grin of just pure joy was incredible. And then we got to walk around the club level and it just felt like this is where we're supposed to be. And I even said to them the next time we're going to be sitting at club level. Yeah. Not just touring around it. That's where our seats will be. So that felt really abundant and, and luxurious and just take, we definitely felt taken care of in a lot of different ways. Yeah. We also got free parking. Yes. That's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) And that is being taken care of, right? It's not even like you could pay for it, but it's just feels more taken care of when like, you don't have to mess with any of that. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like that. I think that it's starting to rub off a little bit on my partner. Yes. <laughs> in terms of my vocalizing, like when these things are happening, like, of course this happened. Of course we didn't have to pay for parking. Um, of course this is taken care of. And I think it's starting to open up for him too. 
um, that you can create these things and manifest these things in your life. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and we're coming back to that. I'm making a note. <laughs> um, but I want to I want to point out something for the listeners. I'm sure you get it. But there's such a difference in a my favorite leap that you guys make, or that you know. Sometimes I coach people, and sometimes it just happens naturally. In scripting, is from that place of. Um, you know, I'm so grateful for this breakfast to I'm so grateful I'm taking care of, right? Because it, it becomes a, a worldly thing instead of a moment thing. And it's, it's in the moment, but it translates out. I mean, that was where my, you know, I'm so grateful I'm so well taken care of, like came out of scripting in a moment like that, where I was like, ooh, what's the bigger? What am I really um, grateful for? And so I want to follow up on that too. It's, it's not just like, oh, everything's taken care of. It's easier. But also like, if you don't have to submit receipts, you don't have to track your Ubers, you don't have to do any of that. Like you're making more money because it's taking you less time to make the same amount of money. Right. Right. Absolutely. And it gives me more freedom and time, which was one of the main reasons I went back out on my own from uh, a regular job was to have more freedom. And so this, this feeds into the, one of the main reasons that I left my previous job in education. So wonderful to feel that feeling. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So and I, just, as I look forward to the next couple months. Like I am taken care of in so many ways by each of these clients um, and, and the things that are happening in May and June. So it's going to be really fun to continue to feel into that. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. I can't wait to see what other stuff happens because, you know, step one is I'm here in the script. Step two is recognizing it in your life. And what happens next is like, it just keeps piling on. Like it gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love it. So we say a little bit more about how being who you are, because this is a common question I get all the time. It's like, well, what if my partner's not LOA or what if they don't know? Like talk about how you being who you're being is naturally just opening your partner up. You touched on it a little bit, but. Yeah. Um, I guess I've just noticed some shifts in him in, in like a softening type of way. Um, and more conversations that we're having just around like trusting the process, trusting where we are right now. Um, you know, being conscious of the energy we're bringing to anything that we're doing, which ties into just setting the intention, um, before you take action. So, I think that by being the example or being the lighthouse of this, it, it does um, rub off on people rather than, you know, trying to teach him or sh- shove it down his throat um, on my own. I think by just being that example, it, it has people be curious about like, well, what are they doing um, right. that maybe I can learn from? So it's, it's more like I'm guiding you rather than like pulling you along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is so much more effective for anyone listening who's had this question. So when you guys met, um, and this is, this is, whatever answer is amazing. I just want to get a before and after. What do you think on a scale of one to 10? Like how LOA did he live his life? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, he found you, so he gets points there, right? Like- <laughs> and he, he did find me, and he said, you looked like you were having fun. <laughs> so yes. it was my energy in that space that, he, that caught his eye. Right. Um, 
I I would say he was probably on the lower end of the scale, maybe like a three or a four, because sometimes I hear him reference things that I think are, are in alignment with him. He might not just see it that way yet, but, yeah, but totally. I think it, it, it exists more in his world than he's aware of. Right. And so I think at least now he's pushed maybe to like around a six. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I just, you don't have to shove anything down, you know, for listeners, you don't have to shove anything down. You don't have to be concerned that like, Oh, like they're not a hundred percent there yet. Right. It doesn't have to be the red flag. That's like, Oh, I can't be in this relationship. Right. They're not, they're not as LOA enough. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I had questions about that yeah. early on, just knowing how much work that I do and how much I've learned and, Oh, he hasn't read the same books and all that kind of stuff. And that's okay. It's, it's, it's a learning process for all of us. And he's curious about it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a huge step too. And so then when you're curious about it, then I can give you information. Right. <laughs> that's the trick, right? Is this be you, be the lighthouse. And when they're curious, like just fill them in. Here, read Cassie's book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So awesome. Very cool. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, trusting and follow up because you had a lot of, um, after last time we had talked about, you know, you went to the conference, the player engagement conference, and there were a lot of opportunities that you could have taken to follow up. And we've, we've had a couple of discussions about sort of traditional business is like, you follow up, you follow up, you follow up, you follow up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so talk about how you're doing that differently because of who you are and your future self. Right. I, well, one big step that I took after the, the, the player engagement conference was uh, there was an international association of player development specialists, a conference that they have coming up um, in New York in May. The past two years, it did not align with my travel schedule for um, NFL clients, so I wasn't able to go. Plus, it was in uh, Daytona, which is a little tougher to get to than New York City. So I haven't been able to go for two years. And then this year I went and looked and saw, oh, it's dates that are open. It's in New York again. And so I had the intuitive hit to reach back out to their, the head of that organization who I've um, maintained a relationship with over the years. And then was able to say, hey, you know, I just facilitated for the NFL player engagement um, conference. You know, are you interested in something like that for – this summit and almost immediately um, they got back and, and it wasn't, you know, what can you do for us? It was, can you do this? Here's what we're thinking. Can you handle this for us? Yep. Done. We'll pay for your flights. Oh, well there's this many people. Okay. Then I need extra team members. No problem. Pay for their flights. So everyone is taken care of, not just me in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really huge opportunity that again, I, I had the confidence I'd stepped into who that person was who would who would reach out with that offer and not just an offer for myself and to grow my business yes it is that opportunity but also really offering them here's a way that I can serve your program Mm -hmm. um, to help to bring everyone together and and make it that much better it's already going to be a fantastic summit and then I can bring something with my team that just moves it up that little notch or two. So really excited for that opportunity and it's international sports organization. So it's touching on organizations 
in the US that I've been looking to break into for a while, as well as international organizations, which I've been scripting about a lot. So mm-hmm. really excited to see what comes of it. And I'm not going into it with an anxiety of like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? I have to get X amount of teams interested in me or this wasn't worth it. Or like, I, I don't care as in I've just let go of that mm-hmm. expectation and I just want to go and have fun and show people how amazing improv is. Which is all of that was amazing. And did you go to this conference three years ago? I believe it was three years ago. Yeah. Yes. And so how do you th- how did you show up then compared to how you're showing up now? So when I went three years ago, I was going into or maybe it was four. Yeah, I can't remember either. I just remember it was, I hadn't worked with an NFL team yet. I had my first NFL team lined up for about two weeks after mm-hmm. the summit. So I think I was going in there talking about what I did, probably didn't have very impactful language mm-hmm. about it um, or a way to describe it um, in a way that people understood it. Mm-hmm. So people were interested in it, but I don't think that I could really express the power of it back then. and. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think I put on the performance of confidence. Um, (laughs) In reality, I don't think I was that confident in sharing it. However, I made a lot of connections there, learned a lot more about, um, you know, what teams were looking for. So now I'm going into it with the confidence about what I do, with the confidence to share it um, and to actually do it there at the event. And just excited to see where people want to apply it and how they want to apply it. Cause I have my own ideas. And then you also find out once they experience it, that it can also be applied in so many other places. So absolutely awesome. And it's on the, I forget which floor, but of the new Hudson Yards project. Yeah. So it's going to be overlooking all of Manhattan. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Very magical. Right? Totally magical. Because when you do more cool things in your life, you get more cool experiences. Absolutely. And speaking of being taken care of, when I was mapping out where the hotel is um, mm-hmm. versus Hudson Yards, I was thinking, because I used to live in New York. So in my head, I'm timing out how long that walk would be. And then I got, um, an email from them with a schedule. And it's like, the bus will leave the hotel at. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> we get a bus to the, to the event. Don't even have to walk. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, you had said, you know, we reached out is what can I do for you versus like for yourself, right? What can you do for that organization? How can you support them? I can make better versus you. And I think this is something that a lot of people in business try to teach or I've heard before, but I think it's, it's definitely more of an energetic thing, right? But it's also, how do you, do you think you got to that place because you've grown? Do you think it's because your future self is like, I'm always in demand? Like, what do you think is the key for making that switch? Mm, I would say that's part of it. Um, but like understanding the value of my work and, and saying, that sort of mantra, my, my work is in demand. And I think too, you know, even the NFL conference in my picturing how it, I was thinking it might go mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, the number of teams that would bring me in, in my head, it was going to be like 
90% of teams. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Yes, I got more clients. However, I think I'm also remembering my work is pretty radical. Right. And it is challenging to grasp and understand. And I had been told by um, other clients that there are some teams that just will not get it. Mm-hmm. And I think before I looked at that as like a measure of it's my fault that they're not getting it. Right. Whereas now it's like, it's okay if they don't get it, mm-hmm. they're going to get it at some point and they're going to bring me in and they're going to wish they'd done it sooner. Right. <laughs> and that's fine. And so I am excited to work with those who are ready to work with me mm-hmm. and it'll grow from there. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And I just love how that shift happens. Cause I think so many entrepreneurs are like, Oh no, I'm supposed to be for everybody. I can help everybody, which is true. You could help every single team. There's, mm-hmm. they're just not there, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just, yeah. they aren't ready. They aren't open. It's not in their realm of possibilities yet. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And when I look at the teams, you know, that, that are ready, mm-hmm. there are some cultural differences Yeah, in terms of just how, how, they're run, how they're managed. Um, and that's, that's also okay. Right. It's exciting that one of the more conservative sports leagues is even open to improv. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> just wait till the more liberal ones can hear what I have to offer. <laughs> right. uh, I love that. And I just want to sum that up for listeners is that really what you were saying was, you know, the, the place that you switched to, I know that I can support you was a gaining confidence in your work, but also realizing not all clients are for you Mm -hmm. and, and like coming to terms with that, which is a huge, huge thing for entrepreneurs, coaches, any type of work like this is just understanding that because then you can stop chasing the ones who aren't for you and just focus on the ones that are. And you, you show up more powerful when you do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much, letting go in entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it's letting the type of letting go that comes from growth and then leads to more growth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about follow-up because we had some follow-up questions and I love how we're on this path for entrepreneurs and, and how their beingness, you know, changes what actions you take, right. Versus the quote unquote traditional actions. Um, you do things a little bit different when you're owning your power and you're stepping into your future self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still, by the last time we talked, I had submitted a large proposal to a company that had come for me for support, um, for their group. Mm-hmm. And I still, I haven't heard back yet. And I don't take that. I think a year ago, I might've taken that as like, oh, they don't like me or they don't think this is valuable or whatever story I might tell myself. Or I didn't do the proposal right. Would you have thought that? uh, Probably, yep. Didn't do the proposal right. Didn't say the right things, do the right things. And I don't have those those worries. Yay. They have not gotten back to me. And it's crossed my mind to to follow up and just, you know, check in. However, I know that the woman that I've been communicating with wouldn't just drop this ball and pretend that I never submitted right <laughs> proposal. It's just, it just takes this long. Mm-hmm. And I have learned that through working in sports, that there is a <laughs> lot of hurry up and wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, you know, I can prepare as if. Right. These yeah. things will come to fruition and just focus on the work as well that I, I do have, which has been plenty. Um, and that's, I love that 
that means just planning improv games. <laughs> right? <laughs> so fun. I went and bought some toys today some, so to play our next game. They're, they're colored balls and they light up. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Awesome. This will be fun for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Take those on the road. <laughs> for fun. I love it. Um, and you just, you ran a relationship workshop a couple weeks ago. I did. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. Last weekend I uh, had a request just from friends who are aware of my work and had asked, you know, are there any opportunities that you'll have to do improv outside of my businesses or athletes or whatever I'm doing. And so that inspired me to do a couples workshop using improv as a communication tool. Cause again, improv is not about being witty or being a comedian. It's funny often, but improv is really about building with what you have and communicating mm-hmm. and communication goes two ways. That's listening as well as speaking. So we used improv as a way to help couples improve on their communication skills and people found it really impactful and powerful. So I really appreciated the feedback that I got. People felt that there was a ton of value in the workshop and I'm excited to, to leverage that going forward, not only to continue doing this introductory class, but the people that attended requested more levels. So we That's will- awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right? It's always awesome when somebody loves your work and they want more of it. Absolutely. And I love that people see and experience the value of improv for themselves. Just exciting to share such a great tool. Yeah, absolutely. It's so fantastic. It's so fun. And it's fun when people get to see it and get it because then they're like, oh, I do need that. Right. Not like, oh, that's just somebody being silly on stage. Like, no, this is like, it will change your life. <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> so if anyone out there is thinking of doing improv, listening to this, and you feel a little anxiety about it or nervousness, that is the signal from your body that it's the exact thing you should be doing. Yes. So and sign up. <laughs> go sign up wherever the class is. Awesome. If you're in Denver, you can, you can connect with Lainey and see what she has to offer and, and where else she recommends as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I had an improv question. Oh, cause I wanted to, uh, what I thought about your relationship workshop, cause you were actually doing um, your last scripting workshop and you just sent out the email on a break, like easy, right? Like no drama, no like, Oh my God, I got to prepare. I mean, all entrepreneurs do this in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. It's like such like this big deal before we send out an email when early, in the early days. And you're just like, Oh, on the break, I just sent this email and I already have two people signed up or a couple signed up. Right. Or yeah. Stuff. Yeah, and, and to, to build on that, ultimately, I had three couples sign up. I had planned room at least for five couples uh-huh. and had four, and then one couple unfortunately had to pull out due to scheduling conflicts with their work. And there was some nervousness about, oh my gosh, like now the number of couples is uneven. Is this going to work? Should I reschedule? Should I like try my hardest to find a fourth couple to join us. And then I decided to just trust what I had. Mm-hmm. And then once I went through the workshop, I was like, oh, actually three couples. Is <laughs> Loving <laughs> that happens. Worked, yeah. <laughs> it's worked really well. Yeah. So um, it was a good learning experience for me too. I love that. And I'm thinking back to like one of the first workshops you ever did when you quit your job. 
and sort of the ease that now comes. It's like, oh, I sent an email and maybe a couple emails or posted a couple times on Facebook and, and I had a full workshop versus back then it was a little, it was harder and it was different and it was, it didn't flow. I think you would say that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What's the biggest difference between who you are now and who you were then, which was still amazing, like, by the way, which was still was an amazing workshop. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And two of the people from that workshop were in the couples workshop with their partner. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it speaks to the trust they have in, in the work, mm-hmm. which um, is humbling as well. So I think, you know, for that one, they, the first one, it's it's so nerve wracking. Like, is anyone going to come? Yeah. And then is anyone, are they really going to get something out of it? Like, is there going to be value and just judgment of yourself and worrying about how they're going to judge you and what they're going to think about you and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I just, that it was nerve wracking. And when I reflect on it, I'm like, there were a lot of people in that workshop. <laughs> there was a lot of people in that workshop. <laughs> and then I hear people like, you know, Marie Forleo, who I, I had followed um, in her B-School program. And you see the success of so many of these leaders. And she shared a story that like her first workshop was in her parents' basement and it was her mom and her sister. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my first workshop, I had way more people than that. Right, <laughs> yeah. Proper theater. So yeah. um, it's, you know, not to, to compare necessarily, but it, it's like, relax a little bit. Right. <laughs> Is that what you would tell yourself three to four years ago, whenever that was? Relax. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all going to be fine. It's all going to go well. You know, and I, we've got an Im- improv camp this summer for teens so uh, awesome. that we just started to promote as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm not stressing about the signups for that. Like, it's all going to work out exactly how it's supposed to. And that's all I need to put my energy towards. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't promote it or don't do anything and just be like, it's going to magically happen. Right. I still have work to do to get it out there. And I trust that whoever signs up is exactly who was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you think that supposed to be there is different now that things work out for you? Like, you expect supposed to be is always a success versus like, Oh, if no one shows up, it'll be okay. Sort of a thing that might not be the right words, but. Um, yeah, like in that vein. And I think through, through my work with you and then also just through improv and I guess just life when things haven't turned out the way that maybe I planned or wanted they've turned out in the way they needed to for me to learn or maybe for a redirection or whatever that might be. So I don't, I wouldn't see any outcome as a failure or what a mistake. I shouldn't have planned this. Um, You know, that's, I no longer look at life through that lens. It's not, why is this happening to me? It's why is this happening for me or what is this trying to teach me? Yeah. So I was looking for the lesson rather than feeling like some victim of circumstance. Right. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing all that. I don't know that you were prepared to share as much of the entrepreneur stuff as I threw at you, but. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. It's a good lesson. And I love, you know, I'm passionate about teaching that, right? Like that it is just what you said, like just because it didn't work out the way you planned doesn't mean it didn't give you the inspiration, the learning, the tool 
to have it better next time and the way it's supposed to be, right? Like, like you said, I love it. Well, it's actually better with three couples, right? Like you didn't do anything wrong. You did, it was all working for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think um, entrepreneurs can't hear that enough. So thank yes. you for sharing all of your stories as well. Um, any advice for entrepreneurs today? Advice for entrepreneurs continue to, to trust the process and not just to entrepreneurs. I think that's, that's for anyone in life because yeah. we're so wedded to how something is supposed to look or that it has to happen on this timeline. I think we miss a lot, whether missing mm-hmm. lessons or opportunities, um, redirections, because we're so narrowly focused on what we think it should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I think that can get really frustrating. So Trust, surrender, um, and that's not surrender in terms of um, give up. Right. It's surrender in terms of trusting. Yeah. If that makes sense. Huge sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like go, like let go and go with the flow instead of trying to change what's happening for you, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, oh, tell everybody how they can connect with you if they want to do improv they want to bring you in with their you know their company or their team absolutely one of the best places to go to is my website which is www.improvalchemy.com and that is i-m-p-r-o-v make sure i spell this right a-l-c-h-e-m-y so improvalchemy.com you can reach out to me there um or you can find me on linkedin Lainey Hodges, L-A-I-N-I-E-H-O-D-G-E-S. Um, Improv Alchemy on Facebook. You can find me in any of those places. And I would love to support any organization, ensemble to, to grow and learn, play, and have some fun. I love it. Thank you, Lainey. Thank you. See you next time. See you next time. And thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to come back and see what else is awesome in Lainey's life next time. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.